Episode 2 of Let's Talk About It, the Gavin Daru podcast, where I come on and I talk about things that are pissing me off, and uh, it's been a bit of a break since episode 1 and what this is supposed to be, but I've decided this is going to be episode 1 now, because the other one I botched, I botched it so fucking hard, like you wouldn't believe, okay? There's an awkward moment where there's just like a minute silence as I'm talking about Kurt Angle, not because he died or anything like that, because the genius I am muted his track, where I had Kurt Angle's theme playing. You suck, sort of thing. I muted that track because it was, you know, while I was recording it, it was uh, quite too much in the in the headphones while you're talking. You lose track of things, and so I muted it so I didn't hear it. I forgot to unmute it, and that's why there was just this moment where it was like there was just nothing, nothing. And I was like, oh shit, what have I done? So that's why I'm deciding this. Is going to be episode one. Hello, I'm Gavin. This is Let's Talk About It, the Gavin Daru podcast. I'm one half of the DNT podcast, which uh, DNT has sort of died in the ass, and there's not much we can really say about it. Just work, work has become a main priority in both Jesse and myself's lives. Uh, both still trying to do music and all that kind of stuff, but the podcast thing has just kind of fizzled out into nothing because it's actually, I'm not going to lie, it's a bit of a difficult thing to do. And for that, you know, we, we apologize that you don't get to hear our sweet voices on a regular basis. But, um, let, you know, let's talk about so far 2017. It's the 17th of October as I'm recording this. God, this year's gone by quick. A lot of things have happened. A lot of things have happened. Um, so, <clears throat> what's the big thing that happened? I turned 24 last month. Whoa, right? 24 years old, almost halfway to a century. Whew. Bit of a scary, bit of a scary thought that I'm, here I am, I'm 24. And I still, I'm still pondering the question, what do I want to do with my life? I know what I want to do. I want to do music. I've always, actually, is this, <clears throat> music is something that I, I accidentally didn't know I had a passion for. That's a really good way to put it. I had no idea I had this passion for music. Never. Not until I started playing the drums. And then eventually, uh, during drama, I think I've told the story before, I wanted to do acting, yada yada. But, you know, I, I just got told straight up by my drama teacher, like, if you want to go to uni and do this course, you're going to struggle. Straight up, you're going to struggle. You struggle with high school. There are kids here who did really well on the high school theory side of it that went to uni to do it and dropped out because it was too much for them. I don't want. I don't want that happening to you. Okay, fair enough. Does suck, but you know, it it then helped me, pushed me to try out for JMC, and I got in and. I, 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 the way I describe myself with that is, you know, I walked into JMC, a metal drummer. I want to do metal. That's all I want to do, sort of thing. I walked out of that place, a musician. I walked out knowing my way. My, bleh, bleh, bleh. I, <laughs> I walked out knowing my way around a bass, around a guitar, 
you know, the very, very basic theory sort of stuff and songwriting techniques and things like that. I walked out a lot better and I still use those every day. And this is where I want to get into what I want to, what I want to bitch about for the next, however long it's going to be. And that is, you know, using these, using these skills to write, to write songs. And that's what I've been doing. I've just been sitting there in a little studio where I'm recording this now and just writing and writing and writing and writing. Did I say I was writing? Oh, I'm writing and writing and writing. <laughs> That's too much. But I've just, I've just been sitting here. I'll wake up, grab a guitar, plug it in, go into Bias Effects, which by the way, Positive Grid, if you ever come across this, a wonderful wonderful piece of software i highly recommend it for the people that you know like to play a bit of guitar but an amp is too let you know the amp is a bit of a nuisance for family friends or whatever your situation is grab yourself an interface download bias effects by positive grid and hey you're rocking out but that's not a paid ad i wish it was a paid i wish i was getting paid for stuff like that but no so i want to bring into like so for the last year it's been over a year now that I've been uh, all of a sudden very serious about writing. And that was around the time I did my ACL last year, which was May. I don't even remember. Yeah, I don't remember. But um, what happened? So during the rehab process of, you know, my ACL reconstruction, I, you know, living in a double story house, going up, going up and down the stairs when you first get out of hospital, not an option so my studio kind of came downstairs and I wrote I wrote and I wrote and I wrote and I came up with you know five okay pop pug songs and I'm kind of glad that you know that was my old laptop that just died that laptop just got to the point where it's like oh I'm done <coughs> I'm done sort of thing and then you know I was a little pissed off, like, oh my god, these songs are already gone, but I look back at now, and I was in a really bad place, mentally, I guess, the songs were very, the songs were driven by me having to prove something to someone that won't give a fuck, okay, so I'm sure, uh, one one day, one day, the Under the Inner Skies podcast will happen, it is going to happen, we've been talking about it for too long, and it has to happen, I just need to get another another party to jump on board for it sort of thing so essentially my the whole process of the ep was you know so the process the theme behind it was crying for a revolution crying for some change sort of thing and that's what i wanted it wanted in that band you know this is a little preview of what that podcast will be i guess i wanted to change in that band you know they wanted to go to more more towards like the indie sort of rock thing and i'm like now let's go heavier because everyone else is going to go that route i can fucking guarantee it i was right i think i was right and so when i got kicked out of that band for whatever fucking reason that i you know i've been told many different things many different things and so, sorry, I'm, I can hear like mowing or something in the background. It's quite distracting. See, this is the shit thing about doing a podcast on your own is the little things that just kind of get in the way. But, oh, well, we'll keep going. What was I saying? What was I saying? Fuck. 
Um, yeah, so I was kicked out for whatever reason, and so I always, and I wanted to get back in because you know when I go to these shows and see you know people I consider quote unquote friends, they wouldn't remember me, sort of thing. So I've always had this thing where it's like I need to get more get away get back into the scene somehow and play gigs, and so I wrote these songs. And I'm glad I'm glad that computer died because it was just a very angry sort of mind space when I was writing that. And so with this new computer, this new laptop I got a couple of years ago, oh, it was like last year, yeah. I've written about twenty songs, maybe. All all with the, you know, mentality of I just want to write some fun music and get some friends to come play these fun songs and you know, have fun live. Fun, fun, fun. That is pop punk. You're just supposed to have fun when you play these songs, sort of thing. And that's why, for the last year or so, I've been really, really trying to just, just get these out there. Well, actually, at first I didn't want them out there. I was just like, do it, hire a singer to hire a singer or a lyricist, whatever. Write some lyrics over it, sing over it, because that's the one thing that these twenty songs are missing. They're missing lyrics, they're missing vocals, and they're missing melody because I can't do that. That's one of the only things I just struggle with. It, sorry, it is the only thing I struggle with. I can compose the fuck out of it, absolutely. I just can't get words to it, and it drives me nuts, and that's why I've been trying so hard to get a singer on it. Jesse's been helping me too, and my god... Right, I have to be, I have to be so harsh about this. Just this, just not even the scene. Just people in the southeast of Melbourne, fuck you. God, they're just. I'm getting sent so much shit. I'm not gonna lie. People are just sending sending me crap because the thing with pop punk is some people have this. I call it the Blink One Eighty Two mentality. I don't know what everyone else calls it, but some people go off this. Oh. Blink-182 aren't that good a band, so that means we don't have to be... Sorry. Let me rephrase that, because Blink-182 actually are great. They're a great band, okay? Quite entertaining and very good songs. But they got this mentality that you don't have to be that great at your instrument to do it. And you, yes, you're somewhat right, and you can write a good song. But if you're... You know, the production of it is shit, and your vocals are shit, then more likely that no one is going to listen to it. And that's why I get sent. I get sent all this crap where people are like, "Oh, you know, Tom DeLonge and Mark Hoppers can't really sing that great." But it's like, no, no, they, they, but they can hold a note, hold a note, sort of thing. It just, oh. So I get sent a lot of that, and then you know, out of the blue, you might get this really good singer. Oh yeah, great, who ends up being unreliable and unprofessional. And I'm not afraid to fucking say it. I am not afraid to say it, because fuck, I've had. What, two, two really good singers lined up, wasted my fucking time, right, and I know there's a lot of swearing going on right now, but you got to understand just how hangry, hangry, I just ate, so I can't be hangry, how angry I am about this whole fucking situation, because I've been trying to get these songs out there ever since Jesse convinced me that you should not just don't just release these release these on Bandcamp and do them for free. No fucking way. Play them. Get an EP out there. Have people listen to this because they are good. And he convinced me, and I'm glad he did. But the only shit thing stopping any of these songs from coming out for over a year is the fact that I cannot find a fucking voice 
for this song. If I could sing, I'd do it. But you know what? I'm still stuck in them and stuck with the fact that I can't write fucking lyrics, okay? And this is the one big thing that just just stops it dead in its fucking tracks. No vocals. I can't just release instrumentals. I, hey, you know, go, go to Wrangler Studios, get a gig. Hey guys, here's five songs that you can't sing along to because we don't have words. You pretty much go in here. Here, these, here, these, here are these unfinished songs. That's how I look at it. They're finished, but they're not. And so I've had these two really good singers who wasted their time, and I'm not, I'm not afraid to say things about them. Okay, one's a YouTuber who thinks he's so fucking good, and the other one, the other one's just a really good performer who happens to sing. That's why I look at that one. Who that, that's the one that really actually they've both really pissed me off in different ways. And so you know, this is where I'm gonna go go into like let's talk about it and just the one thing I've always noticed with music is I've always had issues with singers because most well actually no I'm going to rephrase this because while I was in JMC I worked with some amazing really good vocalists who are down to earth you know because they're not out outside of uni there's the bright lights and that kind of thing and people get lost in it even though it's like mate we're only playing for 50 people 100 people max sort of thing and that kind of bullshit but I work some fantastic vocalists in um in JMC I leave JMC and every vocalist I worked with I had some kind of problem with with Lan and Alex with Lan and Under Vienna Skies I'm not gonna lie Kid started growing an ego. His head became a lot bigger than it used to be. Because, oh, look at me. I'm in this big Western country and, oh, people people know me sort of thing and people are my friends. Yeah, well, because you're fucking sucking up to them sort of shit. And, oh, all these fangirls are getting froze with me and that, that's fucking nice. But it's like, mate, we're just, we're not big. You know, by no means are we like fucking, oh, people are going out the way to see us sort of thing no that's not the case and that's why you know I always tried to ground the kid just bring him back to earth sort of thing and I think because of that we started butting heads and that probably led to me getting kicked out but what you know I've been told oh it's because you're not that you, you're not that good a bass player but oh no there's, there's something else there's something personal which I need to get down to I need to find out about and that's where the other party's going to come in and hopefully the other party comes in and we can sit down and we can shoot the shit about what actually happened with Under Vienna Skies. But there was that, uh, this other girl I worked with who went by the name Charlie Lane and I don't want to badmouth her too much because she actually was really good. Fantastic vocalist, great songwriter, really quirky sort of thing but the type of music just wasn't for me and the stress got to her real easily sort of thing. And that's the part that really got me like, oh, I can't really be a part of this if you're going to be like this every time you're in a stressful situation. And then since then, I've just been, you know, in and out of bands and, you know, there's this indie band that I was trying out for a little bit and, God, they're just uh, bad. And, you know, the biggest problem I had with that indie thing was, you know, these guys pretty much had the drums written. They were programmed, but... They, to me, they didn't make sense. 
and I played my own version, it pretty much was, oh, no, do what's on this song. And that led to me kind of going, no, 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 no. Okay, music is about freedom. Music is about freedom sort of thing. Like, you know, for example, coming up and doing a bit of a covers thing and, um, you know, working with a professional musician I went to university with and it's like, here's the songs, okay? And, you know, we've got the chord charts and we're going through the things and it's like, we don't need to play these exactly how it is. Like, okay, there's a set chords that we kind of have to do. That's, that's part of song, that's part of, you know, playing songs. Like, here's the things, but if you hear something in your head and you play it adds a bit of flavor keep it yeah and that's the beauty with songwriting it's like especially like what i'm doing i do a lot of home recording sort of thing it's like i can just go listen to it doesn't sound good delete it try a different note don't like it delete it go back to the other one and just you know do that kind of process where it's like you know um what's the process called eliminate sort of shit i don't know but yeah you know as soon as you take away that freedom a lot of people just kind of go, uh, no, no thanks. And you know, even with these other singers I was going to work with, it was like, you know, okay, this, okay, because the thing I said to them too, to both of them was like, here's the deal. These songs are not concrete, okay? They're just ideas. Yes, they're like three and a half minutes long, four minutes long, and it seems like they're done, but they can always change they can always change before we get to the studio and that's what I wanted to say to them like if you listen to it you sing a certain thing and you're like let's make a verse you know shorter let's make you know let's make the second verse half sort of thing okay I'll cut it out send it back to you sort of thing oh what if you play this this in this chord during this part instead of what you're doing alright let's try it I'm always open to collaboration like that but yeah, that's what I th- that's what I thought was going to be, you know, um, something that made people want to work with me. In that, add your own thing to it. This is not. It started off as my project, where now it, the idea is a band. The idea is to get a band out there playing music, and it's like if you got ideas, show me. If they're good, we'll use them. If they're not, then you know that's just how it is. Even with me, if I show you an idea, you don't like it that's fair enough I'll try and make a case for it and if everyone else kind of like eh whatever that's just how it is okay because that's something I love about music just the collaboration side of it but both these vocalists had fucked me over so hard and I'm still looking and it's just driving me nuts and that's the other thing too I have to say about these two and I'm not going to use names but understand if you two listen to this not responding not an answer disappearing not an answer okay I don't if I message you I don't expect back right away fuck no but if I send you something and then two months later you send me something then we got a problem then we have a real big fucking problem okay because that's just unprofessional I don't care what your fucking excuse was you can send it a week after I send you the thing doesn't matter but two months wow (coughs) 
And so like that's my whole thing. Just me and singers have just never, never clicked because their heads are in the fucking clouds and I'm like, whoa, 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 I'll pull them down, like, hang on. We can't we can't just go there straight away. Okay? We can reach for the stars, we can reach for the heavens. But understand there's a process to get there. Okay? It's not just BAM. By no means is it just you know, go. No way. Are you kidding me? If every band that wrote a song got famous, just wrote one song got famous, then uh, I don't know where I was going with this. Oh, that's another botch. Botch mania. <laughs> I've got a weird microphone situation at the moment. So, ooh, let's not do that. So, <laughs> I've got a microphone on a stick at the moment. So, sorry why I might sound a little bit far away because if I go too close to this thing, it starts to clip. And that's not professional, by no means. But yeah, you can't just reach for the stars right away. The stars are a, a fantastic goal, okay? But how are we going to get there? That's that's the other question. How are we going to get to to there? It doesn't work like that sort of thing. It just doesn't work by just jumping there. And I think that's that's part of the problem with some of these singers I worked with is just the, like I said, the heads are in the clouds and they've got you know the stars in mind and they think they are the star, but it's like whoa, 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 whoa. we're a local band playing playing for about fifty to a hundred people. <laughs> okay. And everywhere we go, we're the opening slot. We went to Perth and we were the opening slot. That pissed me off. That actually really pissed me off. Perth was a fantastic gig. I'm not going to lie, when I was with Under Vienna Skies, that was one of my last, I think that was my second last one. With Perth, like Perth, fantastic crowd. I'm not going to lie, Perth is one of my favorite cities to play now. Perth and Adelaide, love playing for those two cities. Melbourne, eh. Sydney, I'm not going to get into Sydney because if people know me, I fucking hate New South Wales. I hate Sydney. I think it's a terrible fucking town. It's got some great bands that come out there. I'm not going to lie about that. Credit where credit is due. But just some of the promoters that are there that we've dealt with. Wow. Wow. Not to mention all those New South Wales bands. You seem to find a lot more of them playing outside of New South Wales. So, But yeah, it was like the Perth thing, you know. We've come from Melbourne. Paid for these flights. That was over 500 bucks, whatever it was. And it's like... Um, why why are we first? Why isn't the local band on first sort of thing? H- how does that happen? But, you know, by, let bygones be bygones, it's done. But I just, yeah, I've been... Like, like I've been saying for the last... I don't even know how long I've been talking for. Let's, let's quickly check this. Where's my mouse? Hello? There you are. Time. I'm only speaking for about 22 minutes. Is my... Oh, my mouse is dead. No. <clears throat> Excuse me. I've only been speaking for 23 minutes. God, it feels a lot longer than that. And that's the thing. Like I was saying before, with t- by yourself on a podcast, you can get you get lost and it feels like it's a lot longer than what it is, but it's not. But um, yeah, so I've, like I said, I've just been trying so hard and I can't find a singer and just, that's the one thing is just sopsy songs. Like I'm happy to, you know, go ahead and play a little bit of one of something I've worked on um, what have we got let's open up iTunes a little bit more so I can see what's going on 
So, like, you know, here's a little something I've been doing. been sitting on that idea for a long time for over a year I've been sitting on that idea and I got it recorded and you can hear like it's kind of a yeah it's a happy-go-lucky summer sort of song I guess I don't know to me it is but I've been sitting on stuff like that for for so long and I just can't write words to it and it just drives me nuts and I ask other people and like I said just a lot of a lot of unreliable people in the music scene in Melbourne you know because the thing is too is I don't want to spend a fortune if I'm not going to you know make that money back with this music I can't write it and I don't trust myself to write these songs because if I ever did uh, you know if one day I managed to blurt out something I reckon it's going to be absolute garbage but like I said like going back to the Blink-182 mentality some bands think that you know oh Blink-182 write about cocks and fucking dogs and you know just dumb shit it's like well yeah but it's you know I think my music's got a bit more of a, a personal thing to it and you know I don't I don't write lyrics but it's just like the story in mind sort of thing and that's why like like I said earlier crying for a revolution it's like you know crying for a change and that sort of yada yada but anyways um I've probably bored people by now I guess, and you know, hey, thanks for listening to my little rant about singers. I just, yeah. Gavin Daru and, and singers just do not mix. And the day I hopefully find a really good singer I can work with is, you know, the day that you, the people, will finally get to hear some music done by myself and Jesse. Because right, even the same thing with Jesse too. Like Jesse's got another project of mine of of his kind of music. I'm not going to say too much, but more or less same situation. Can't find a singer for that. So we're both in the same thing where we can write the music, but we can't write the lyrics and we can't write the melody and we can't seem to find a singer that we can fucking work with that's you know reliable. And that's that's the, I think <clears throat> that's that's the word of the day reliable. And let's go to the internet. And I'm going to be a real smart ass and give you the dictionary definition of reliable. <clears throat> reliable. Adjective. Consistently good in quality or performance. Able to be trusted. And that is the biggest thing that I have with a lot of singers is their reliability and whether or not they can be trusted. Yes, you might be able to pump out some really good work, right? And credit where credit is due. If you have an amazing voice and you can write some lyrics to it, then you you are good. But unless you can be reliable, liable, um, unless you can you know be reliable, 
and you can be trusted in my eyes. You're a fucking pathetic excuse of a fucking musician! Sorry about that. I had to really get that out there because that's been eating me up for a whole fucking year. All right, for one year. Imagine that. Imagine that, like your boss yells at you for the same sort of bullshit for one whole year and then eventually one day you snap. That's that snap moment right there. It's captured right there on Let's Talk About It. But thank you very much for listening to episode one of Let's Talk About the Gavin Daru podcast. If you want to keep up with, you know, maybe I'll do more of these. I don't know. If you want to keep up, then you can um, you can follow my Twitter at Mr. Gavin Daru. My Instagram is on the same name. I might make a Facebook page. If not, you can find out everything else on the DNT podcast. Everything else, you know, <clears throat> I gotta remember all the stuff for this. So on Facebook, it's the DNT podcast, and Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr, or all the other ones. Just look up the DNT podcast, and we should come up. Uh, will a DNT podcast happen in the future? Maybe will another one of these happen in the future? Maybe nothing is for certain, and that is life, my friends. So, like I said, the word of the day is reliable. Whether you're a singer, a musician, wrestler, whatever, whatever you are in, make sure you can be reliable and you can be trusted. I've been Gavin Daru. This has been Let's Talk About It, the Gavin Daru Podcast. Thank you very much for listening. Until then, we will catch you on the flip side.